Hello once again everybody. I'm the Common Sense American and we have another week on tap here. But instead of me going with the standard uh, political and social uh, commentary, I think I'm going to tailor this one specifically um, to those who do live in uh, liberal hellholes like I do and uh, also to those who, who don't and, and live maybe in a, in a very red state or, or area that is very conservative and don't really understand what it's like uh, to live in a, in a very in a blue stronghold. I've wanted to talk about this for a while because I think the uh, differences are pronounced now between uh, blue and red states far more than they've ever been due to the increasing uh, polarity uh, and the gap that's being driven between the two sides. Um, we just keep getting farther and farther apart. And uh, you're seeing this you know, mass exodus from so many of the blue states toward the red states uh, from Republicans and, and conservatives and independents and libertarians who just you know, uh, don't feel welcome. Uh, where they are anymore. And I, I think, you know, there's a lot to talk about here because this is a very important phenomenon. What is What you're seeing is you're going to start seeing uh, hard lines drawn in the sand. There's going to be, we're moving towards like entire states being all one color, uh, which will create a variety of problems given the current system that we have. I mean, if you really think about it, so what if, if, the, the majority, even two-thirds, of the country is just solid red. Uh, if the, a lot of the big Democrat states like New York, like California, that control so many electoral votes, it won't matter. Uh, we'll just never get anybody that's not a Democrat back into the White House or really any position of power. And that's a serious issue. We have to consider that. But it just keeps happening. And you're starting to see, like before, when I was younger, I mean, granted, I was not particularly political, high school, college, I really wasn't. I didn't really even notice. And I think one of the reasons why I didn't notice is because it wasn't a big deal. If I've grown up here, I live in Connecticut, I grew up here, I've never lived anywhere else. All my family and friends are here. Um, it's oh, and it's always been blue. It's been blue pretty much my entire life. It's it's nothing new. I mean, it's it's hardly a a strange thing to to have this be a, a little stronghold. It's been that way for a long time. It's been that way for ever since I was a child. So, what has changed? Is it just because I'm more cognizant of what's happening around me? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's part of it. But I think also uh, we're seeing it just feels different. Okay, uh, how people are relating to one another has an inherent political edge to it that it never had before. Politics never factored in with strangers and never factored in with, with other people, especially now with friends and family. So what if they have differing political views? I mean, it never really came to the forefront. It was never discussed around the Thanksgiving table. It was never a problem. Uh, I mean, I suppose that people were really diametrically opposed and heavy on one side and one person was heavy on the other. Um, you know, you just, so other than that, it wasn't really much of an issue. And the other thing is that we're seeing extremism on both sides. People are getting pushed farther and farther left and farther and farther right because of the current environment. So if you are in a situation like I am, which is hugely blue, I mean, you start... I used the word previously where you don't feel welcome. That is an important thing here. Now, uh, there was a list released uh, about uh, the, the top five states people are running from. And those states, uh, number one was uh, New Jersey, which is really no big surprise there. Uh, number two was New York. Three was um, Illinois. Four was Connecticut. And five was California. 
Um, all five, obviously, heavily blue states and has been for, have been for a very long time. And where are they all going? You know, what states are, are seeing a big influx? The Dakotas, Idaho, Florida, Texas, Montana, the places where uh, red voters would, would run to. Uh, and what I think is significant about this, you're not seeing, you're seeing that happen one way. You're really not seeing it happen the other way, which is uh, blue blue voters running away from red states, you know, like running out of Arkansas or something. Um, and I think the reason why it comes back to that, that word, that used a feeling welcome, that term, this is no longer about political dissent or disagreeing. I mean, I think the reason why you're seeing this is because, and you're seeing not a lot of Democrats just up and moving and getting out of where they are if they're in a red area is because they don't feel as if their rights are being infringed upon. They don't feel as if uh, they don't no longer have freedom of speech. They have all the rights they always had. Nothing's really changed. Even if they're surrounded as they, you know, probably always have been if they've lived in the state for a while. Uh, maybe one of the southern states or interior states in the union. Uh, and, you know, their neighbors all vote red, but they're the only ones who vote blue. Uh, they don't really care. It doesn't really bother them because they have everybody on their side. They are supported by the media. They're supported. They have their sides on the government. They're supported in education. They're supported in, in entertainment. They're supported in every facet of society. And they know it. And they feel quite comfortable in that. And they know that if there was any ever, any sort of altercation, if there was ever a, a really major disagreement, or if or if they this had some sort of thing had to go to the papers or something like that, they know that they will be supported and propped up no matter what. And they know it and they feel it, and they're perfectly fine. They are perfectly fine. So they're not leaving. They don't really see, you know, like like I say, your family, friends there, it's hard to leave anyway. What you're seeing is drastic moves being taken by red voters, and why? Because they don't feel that way. Because they feel like everybody is against them at every turn, and they notice it and feel it, and they want out. They're feeling unwelcome in their own country and in their own homes. That is unique right now to the conservative side, uh, the independent side, the libertarian side, anybody who's not a hard blue at this point. If you live in an area where that just they vote blue and that's what they do and you're surrounded by it, you don't just feel like sort of fish out of water. Now you feel as if you don't belong and you, they don't want you there. It's a very, it's a palpable feeling. They don't want you there. Okay. And when you feel this way, you're inclined to get out. Because you, you know there's really nothing you can do to push back. Because everything is working against you. As I said... Every system of society, every group, every strata, it's all geared in one direction and it's all against you. And the message that they are constantly sending, which is, is, is basically you're a bad person, you're not just, we don't just disagree with you. We don't just think you are, you're incorrect about these things. We think you're a bad person and you need, to, you need to get out. And we have nothing in common with you and you're never going to understand and really, no, you're not welcome here. That is the vibe we're getting now, which is what makes it significantly different from the way it used to be. I'm seriously considering getting, getting out, as is my whole family, uh, for that reason. On top of which, let's also not forget that Democrat states are falling apart and falling into bankruptcy. Connecticut is, is just one of several uh, taxes, as always, are through the roof and they're only going to get worse. Uh, the cost of living, big surprise is in pretty much all dominated, Democrat-dominated states. Cost of living is through the roof in all of these places. Whereas the cost, another reason 
people are running towards the Republican-led areas is because the cost of living is so much lower. It's so much easier, and you don't feel as if your constitutional rights are being uh, trounced on every single second of the day. And you add all this together, and you really start to feel as if you're living sort of in a parallel dimension. That Again, it's not just fish out of water. It's not just square peg syndrome. It's something far deeper that you don't feel welcome, that you they don't want you here and they're making it plain. And they're just going to dismiss you. And it really doesn't matter, uh, you know, if they will not talk about it. That's the other thing. They're not even going to talk. They're not going to discuss. You are bad because you vote this way. That is what, uh, that's the message that the leftists have been sending for years and it's starting to be heard and acted upon. Let me give you an example. Um, a personal example. It's an anecdote. You know, obviously this doesn't apply to everybody, but I'll throw this out there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still single and uh, 42. And yeah, okay, my mother still has a problem with that being conservative. Uh, but she's sort of dropped it in recent years and she hasn't really talked about it much. And I think the reason why is because A, she sees I'm really, I'm not unhappy about it. And B, uh, I have been working very hard on myself for years and I will continue to do so. I think life is a lot about improving yourself. And if we really take a hard, long look at ourselves, there's a lot we can improve upon. There's, there's so many things in mind and body that we can do better. Um, and also because I talk about fish out of water, I, I don't gel with a lot of people my age. Most people my age, almost doesn't matter which way they vote. Um, I, I had far more in common with my grandparents than, than anybody else. Uh, I have always said I was born 50 years too late. Um, I, I have a great love of, of classic movies, 30s, 40s, and 50s are really my, my sweet spot. I, I, uh, I, I love classic literature. You know, I'll read books just written just about any time, um, but I, the current uh, trend of just endless social justice and everything that's published, and again, the same message, white people bad, all right-wing people bad, everybody else just great and perfect and couldn't possibly do any wrong and couldn't possibly have a racist bone in their bodies or an abusive bone in their bodies. They're all perfect. It makes it transparent. So when you read a book or watch a TV show or watch any movie today, it makes it obvious. Oh, look, a person of color. Well, they can't be the villain. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they, and they're going to be perfect. They're the ones who are going to teach us something. And anybody who's white in there is guaranteed to have a problem and going to be a bad person in some way. This is just out of control and it's just endless. Another reason why I don't care a thing about pop culture. Why I really don't care about sports anymore either. I don't watch them, I don't care about them, I, I don't fit in. I, I, I feel more comfortable at a, a museum or an art gallery than I would at any sporting event. Uh, and that puts me at odds with a lot of conservatives. Um, so, I mean, I, there's a lot going against me in that regard. I mean, I can say, well, I like to do puzzles and I do paint by number and I do crossword puzzles and I read a lot and I, do my own gardening. I do some vegetable gardening. And I'm a workout fiend. I admit it. I do it five times a week. If I don't, I feel like there's something seriously wrong um, between uh, rowing and bicycling and, and uh, weightlifting. And I, so that sort of, I think that appeals a little bit more to the right-wing side. But again, all the other aspects kind of don't. Toss that into the geographical issue of being in a liberal hellhole where every single person I see is just They've gone so far left that it's hard for me to even discuss anything with them anymore. And I'm sorry, I got off track here, but I'm, let me get back to that instance. I had a friend of mine who said, oh, we want to set you up with somebody. We think she's really nice. And I hadn't spoken to this friend in a while, so they probably didn't know that I had changed, obviously, over the years, certainly since college. Um, and, you know, he said, well, and I, I, I couldn't believe I was saying it, but what my first question was, well, 
what are her political views? I, I have to know. And as soon as he said, well, she's a teacher, I was like, oh, that's it. And I knew it. You know, find me a conservative teacher these days, especially in this state. Forget it. And, you know, he immediately said, well, she hates Trump. And she, you know, I said, all right, that's it. We're done. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I, I was, you know, I, I like Trump just fine. I wasn't his biggest supporter on the planet. I think he made mistakes. I don't think he's perfect. Um, certainly better than Obama and certainly better than, than Biden, but whatever. Um, but I think it's interesting that I said, well, I just, I have a bad feeling that this is not going to go well because when you're that different, when you have such different views, you know, it's going to be very difficult. And 10, 15 years ago, I would have said, ah, maybe it doesn't matter so much. Maybe, so what? Politics never seemed to be that big of a deal. But I think they sort of, and then they passed along my information. I was hesitant about it. I said, I don't know about this. I'm always open-minded. I'm trying to be as best I can despite all the crap that's thrown my way. I am trying to be as open-minded to try and understand the insanity and lunacy of the left that makes, I can't, I can't decipher it. I really can't. Common sense, logic, intelligence, you use any of that to try to decipher what they say and it just falls apart and makes no sense in my brain. I'm sorry. But I just, you know, maybe she's a moderate. I have moderate Democrat friends. And, you know, they go back and forth on a variety of issues and I'm okay with that. But once it got across the grapevine that uh, I was right wing or cross between sort of conservative, libertarian, mostly independent, that was it. I never heard anything more about it. Uh, it was essentially a, a flat dismissal. And I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't, I'm too old to care that much about rejection. Um, and it really wasn't a rejection anyway. Nobody didn't even meet each other. But it's indicative of the current situation. They have no interest in even talking to you. They really do believe you are a secondary citizen, that you are a step below, that you are on to occupy a different rung of society, and rightfully so. And that's what's scary. And that's, what's, that's why people are trying to leave. That's why they're going, that's, we got to get out of here. We do not feel welcome here. And when you have around you things just crumbling into dust, I mean, the infrastructure is hell. And it is in so many Democrat states, especially Democrat-run cities, which are becoming war zones. You don't see that happening with Republican-led cities, certainly not very often. It's not a common thing. And when you have, you know, eight or nine of the top ten states that people are leaving, they're all heavy blue. And eight, of the nine, uh, eight or nine of the top ten states that are receiving so many, they're all very red. That tells you something. First of all, it tells you that, yep, a whole big percentage of this population, despite what everybody is telling you from the media and, and the government, they're not on board with this liberal lunacy. And they do feel uh, squeezed out, and they're acting on it. That tells you a lot of things. It tells you that battle lines are kind of being drawn here. And Democrats have no fear of anything because they shouldn't. What could they possibly fear? at this point, while on the other side, they, we fear everything. I, I made a mention uh, a couple of, two, three weeks ago, of I, I saw an article in the paper about how one of the towns near me, Republican candidates, or would-be Republican candidates that were going to run for town council and, and city government, uh, are just backing out. They're not doing it. They're saying, and, and the reason why is not because they think they can't win, which they probably can't, but the reason why is because they feel that their lives and the lives of their family are actually in danger, that they're worried, that they're concerned, that if they make their political views 
very public, which of course you would have to do if you're running for office, that they are going to put themselves in harm's way. That right there is a sign that you do not live in, a, in, a, in an area where freedom of speech is a real thing. That tells you right there the mindset of the leftist crowd, which is hostile and nasty and completely dismissive of you as a fellow citizen. They feel it. And what are you going to do? You say their feelings are wrong? Gee, I thought we weren't supposed to do that, Democrats. I thought we were supposed to take into account everybody's feelings. Well, their feelings are that they feel as if they are in danger if they run for office. That is a major problem. And we're seeing that also in how citizens are reacting to their surroundings. It's not just about political dissension anymore. If you live in a liberal state, it's completely different. To those of you who live in a very red state, I imagine things are probably seem normal. I think life probably proceeds at a normal pace as it always did before. You know, me, it's not the same. You know, I'm surrounded by people who are just nuts. They've been brainwashed to the point of, and they don't even question it. They're not even, if you just bring up, so you really think that? Not only do they believe they don't need any evidence to support anything that they say, because they're told that they don't. They're on the right no matter what they say or do, and they don't need evidence. They don't need facts. They don't need any of it. You're just always wrong. They're just always right. They actually believe. We've got people saying, you know, I, I'm not going to take the Trump vaccine. I'm going to take the Biden vaccine. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. It's so stupid. As if, like, the individual men are actually concocting these vaccines. Or that Trump is using, I don't know, inferior scientists and doctors to come up with the vaccine. You know, and Biden was using the right ones. Like, it all switched. You know, when Trump left and Biden went, oh, well, he was using crackpots to make the vaccine. The process of making the vaccine was well in the, into the process well before Trump left office. And it just finished when Biden entered. But we have people actually saying this and believing this. That believing that it was Trump who put kids in cages, which never happened. Ever. He didn't erect the cages for the kids. He didn't put the kids in cages. Those cages were in place since the Clinton administration were used all the way through the Obama years, but we never talk about it. And we're not supposed to mention it. And we're not supposed to say it to anybody, especially on the left. A, they're not even going to believe you. They're not going to go look it up. They're not going to go find the information for themselves because they don't care. They're right. You're wrong. Doesn't matter. The media has been telling them this. So it has to be right. Why question why question when the media, all they really do is vindicate your own beliefs? They don't offer any evidence either, and they flat out lie half the time, but it doesn't matter. We're going to continue to believe this no matter what, and you're in the wrong, and if you act badly, if you think, if you push back against us, we're just going to you know, take it back to your head. And that is the problem. You live in a liberal hellhole like this, and this is what happens. You're surrounded by people who believe the most insane things. And have the most twisted, dysfunctional, backwards view of what humanity should be like. Personal responsibility, achievement, success is all being spit on, derided. I said a while ago that it is we are not far after this anti-capitalism, anti-meritocracy push by the left. We are not far from people just wearing a suit in public being spit on. And that being encouraged. Driving a nice car, people scratching it or letting the air out of the tires because, you know, that person's an elitist and shouldn't have this money. And we should all be living in a communist area. Everybody should have the same amount of money. This is what's happening. That they got it badly, that they got it illegally, that they stomped on the, quote, little people, that they stomped on the people of color. And it's, you know, I don't know what's going to happen if they 
right now, it looks to me as if the only people who are going to have any money and power in this country are all going to be people of power at this rate. So I don't know what they're complaining about. But right now, if you are a, God forbid, a white male, and you toss into the, that, that you're not, that you don't vote Democrat, you're, they don't want you here. And if you feel it. You feel it living in a blue state. You really do. I think people who, who are who also live in a blue state that think the way I do, I think they feel it as well. I think they believe, I don't, I don't necessarily mean that maybe they don't feel scared, you know, actually scared, like physically scared. I think maybe they do, but I, it's more of just a general feeling of hostility emanating from everything around you and also not being able to comprehend everything that's going on around you. It's so difficult because it's so out in the field. It's gone so far off the deep end. You, Anybody who uses any logic or even a piece of their brain to try to unravel it can't. So you're left with this great divide. And you're seeing it play out across the country. And I don't know what to do. I'm not offering a solution because I don't really have one with the, with the regime that's in place. I don't know what you do, but I'm seriously considering it out. If you have to, I'll leave the country. There's plenty of places I can go. Uh, I, I just got to get out. I, they're, they're, if this is the way it's going to be, if you're not going to feel welcome in your own state, in your own country, and they obviously don't want you here, and there's no sign of this changing anytime soon, yeah, I'm all for the, oh, stand up and fight and everything for your country. What's, what, what's the point if they control every single aspect and have all the power and just simply override your voice at every turn? There's really not much you can do, including the election process, let's not forget. Um but anyway, I'd be interested to hear what people's thoughts are on this. Uh, if you live in a very red state, you can't believe what I'm saying. You're like, really? Is it that bad? Uh, don't be surprised. If you live in a blue state, you, I'd like to hear if you think that, uh, do you think things have really changed in the past? Like if you live there a long time, do you see and feel and hear the differences? Like I do. Am I just, you know, overanalyzing this? Am I, you know, uh, am I in the minority uh, and feeling this way? I don't think I am. But again, be interested to hear what you have to think. Um, if you, your experiences in, in heavy blue states. Uh, and that's that'll be it for this week. Um, I just wanted to throw this out there and, and sort of make it plain as to where I stand and how I feel. And I hate the word feel, but really going back to think here. I think instead of I feel. But in this case, it is more about my feelings than, than my thoughts. Um, and I, I, I just, I don't know what to do about it, really. I'm just, most of the time, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do about it. I don't offer many solutions. I just sort of talk and, and come up with these questions and have these problems. And I, I, this is why I'm not a leader and never would be. I don't, I don't have solutions to this, but I, I do, I can recognize the issues. I think a lot of us can, and that's really all I'm doing. Um, so anyway, I'll see you again, hopefully next week. Um, maybe the news cycle will have something interesting to talk about. It's been pretty, pretty light lately, pretty tame, pretty boring. Um, but anyway, until then, um, just, uh, Keep fighting the good fight, I guess, for now. But if things keep getting worse, I, uh, you know, don't feel no shame in, in, in just trying to live a normal life elsewhere. That's it for me, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you.